The Boston Bruins are getting ready for a home game tonight against the Los Angeles Kings. And it's time for our weekly cup check. A look at the top five teams around the NHL and how our Boston Bruins stack up. Let's get into it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Thursday, December 15th, 10 days from Christmas. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. So please do subscribe to the audio and video portions of the podcast. You get some bonus content on the YouTubes uh, in the form of breaking news, post-game reaction, etc. It is a weather day here where I am at. We're getting some freezing rain. Buses were canceled. We're not one of those parents who make our kids go to school, even if the buses are canceled. So they are at home today. There may be some background noise, Fortnite, Netflix, etc. So please excuse that in advance. If you're on Twitter or Instagram, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. You can find me. My dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Boston Bruins getting ready for their 29th game of the regular season tonight, hosting the Los Angeles Kings, a team that has some sneaky good players, but they are kind of on the fringe of the Western Conference playoff race at the moment. They are uh, actually third in the Pacific Division, 15, 12, and 5 through 32 games, a minus 12 goal differential, and the Edmonton Oilers, Colorado Avalanche, and the Calgary Flames hot on their heels in that Pacific Division. They're also coming off a 6-0 loss to the Buffalo Sabres the other night, which tells us a couple of things. They're ripe for another drubbing, but also they'll be looking to um, bounce back and make a statement against the NHL's top team. Over the last five games, they are led in scoring by Anzi Kopitar, who has three goals and six points. Uh, Defenseman Sean Dersey, also with three assists over the last five games. Dersey is a very good offensive defenseman uh, who I had the privilege of watching up close here in Guelph when he was a member of the 2019 OHL Championship Storm. They're led in scoring overall by Kevin Fiala. He was acquired from the Minnesota Wild back in the offseason. Nine goals, 23 assists for 32 points in 32 games. Anze Kopitar, who, you know, was in there 
not too long ago, taking some Selkie trophies away from Patrice Bergeron, 27 points in 32 games. You also have to keep an eye on Victor Arvidsson, Philip Deneau, who is an exceptional two-way center, uh, and then some young guys like uh, Gabe Velarde, Arthur Kaliev, and uh, currently, I believe they're without uh, Drew Doughty. No, he came back. He was injured. He's back. He played in the other game against uh, Buffalo. Five shots in that loss. He, too, played for the Guelph Storm. Special teams-wise, Kings have been struggling on the penalty kill. They're ranked 28th with a 70.4% success rate. They're 13th on the power play as well at 23.4%. The Bruins currently third in the power play, first in the penalty kill. So this could be a huge advantage for the Bruins. The Kings are also allowing 3.69 goals per game, uh, which is ranked 28th in the NHL. The Bruins scoring 2.86 goals per game. Uh, So this could be a night where the Bruins on home ice, get the offense cooking. They had the day off yesterday uh, to kind of regroup after the road trip, the tough game the other night against the Islanders. So they should be a bit fresher here heading into this one. And um, this could be a game where the Bruins, just like we saw the Sabres do the other night, are able to put up four, five, six goals. Uh, their goaltending tandem at the moment is Jonathan Quick and Phoenix Copley. They've conv- combined for an 8.83 save percentage so far this season. Jonathan Quick, 3.55 goals against average, 8.82 save percentage. Phoenix Copley in three games, not much better, 8.84 save percentage and a 3.33 goals against average. Uh, this could be a game that Jeremy Swayman gets in because of the imbalance in goals for and against a uh, kind of vulnerable goaltending tandem at the other end of the ice. Give Allmark the night off after saving the Bruins bacon the other night against the Islanders. Uh, and we'll see also if David Krejci gets back into the lineup. Keep it on the locked NHL Bruins Twitter account as I'll post Uh, the lineup there once we get confirmation from the team. All that together, it's a winnable game for the Boston Bruins, who are in the midst of a five-game homestand. After tonight, they'll play on Saturday afternoon against the Columbus Blue Jackets, a game that we will preview on tomorrow night's podcast. Coming up after the break, We're going to do our weekly cup check where we look at the top five teams around the NHL and uh, stack the Bruins up among them. But first, a word from today's sponsor, BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for all sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season, NBA, NHL, and the World Cup final coming up this weekend, they've got it all at betonline.net. 
They're the latest, fastest, and easiest way to get all your betting info. And you can head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, friends, it is cup check time, and that is where I look at the NHL standings, assess the top five teams, and kind of go class, glass half full, glass half empty in terms of Boston's chances of competing for the Stanley Cup this season. Spoiler alert, right off the top, the Bruins remain the number one team in the NHL. 28 games played, they're 23-4-1, 47 points, 839 point percentage, a plus 49 goal differential, all of which puts them at the top of the league. They have scored the second most goals behind Buffalo, if you can believe it. They have 115, the Bruins at 110, tied with the Dallas Stars, but they've allowed the fewest goals, 61 um, giving them that exceptional goal differential. The New Jersey Devils still in second this week with a 759 point percentage. Uh, they've cooled off a bit. They're five, three and two over their last 10 games. They have a plus 33 goal differential and they're three points back of the Boston Bruins, albeit with one more game played. The same can be said of the Toronto Maple Leafs, a team that's really streaking here. They're 9-0-1 over their last 10. They've won four in a row, 19-5-6 overall, and they'd uh, be a lot closer to the Bruins if they hadn't lost six games in overtime so far this season. They're three points back of Boston, but they've played 30 games compared to Boston's 28, putting them back in terms of point percentage they have the league's third best goal differential at plus 26 sorry plus 30 so those are your top three teams at the moment uh the top three in terms of point percentage the only teams above 700 point percentage rounding out the top five this week the vegas golden knights they're 21 9 and 1 694 point percentage. They've cooled off a bit. They're 5 5 and 0 over their last 10, including that loss on Sunday to the Boston Bruins. A plus 19 goal differential, which puts them fifth in the NHL. So they're losing ground a little bit here. They're without Jack Eichel. Alex Pietrangelo remains sidelined with personal, um, uh, I don't want to say personal problems, but out for personal reasons. And they've played a league-high 31 games. Um, so they could fall back a little bit here. Number five team this week, the Carolina Hurricanes. They're surging. 6-1-3 and three over their last 10. Two in a row. 6-79 point percentage. Their goal differential could use some work. They're only plus eight. But rookie goaltender Peter Kachetkov has posted two shutouts in a row. And uh, really has the look of someone who should stay on the roster even when Frederick Anderson is healthy. 
the hottest teams in the NHL right now, the Maple Leafs I mentioned, 9-0-1, Pittsburgh's 8-1-1, Washington and Ottawa, who are outside of the playoff picture, are 7-2-1, and our Boston Bruins also 7-2-1 to maintain their top spot. Um, Out West, Winnipeg, Dallas, Seattle, all teams to keep an eye on. Of course, the Colorado Avalanche, when they get healthy, will be another team to keep an eye on as the reigning Stanley Cup champions. But for right now, the top five teams are Boston Bruins, the New Jersey Devils, Toronto Maple Leafs, Vegas, Golden Knights, and Carolina Hurricanes. That's consistent with the NHL.com's power rankings as well, although they have Toronto up in second place. Uh, Senior writer Dan Rosen saying, including Mitch Marner, it's about streaks with the Maple Leafs. Michael Bunting has points in nine straight games. Austin Matthews has points in eight in a row. He almost put the Maple Leafs on top, but couldn't do that to the Bruins, who continue to pile up the points and have impressively stayed ahead of Toronto in the Atlantic Division. Still going to be about what the Maple Leafs do in the playoffs, of course, but they have to earn their way, and that that's exactly what they're doing. Mike G. Morreale wrote this of our Bruins. Jim Montgomery has done a great job keeping everyone engaged in the offensive end, even his defensemen with fast and predictable pace. That's led to positive results for the Bruins, who remain number one this week. Again, they have a plus 26 goal differential in the third period, outscoring the opposition 42-16, so they know how to close out games effectively. The other impressive thing about the Bruins is, in addition to their ability to play a fast game, they're strong on pucks and physical when they need to be, and it helps to rank first on the penalty kill and third on the power play, as I mentioned. The Devils, they're on an 0-2-1 slide. Nobody was expecting them to keep piling up wins like they were, writes Robert Laflamme, uh, who writes for the French NHL site. Their 11-1-1 road record is what impresses him the most. They'll need to continue to be a strong road team to stay on top of the Metro. Jack Hughes has turned it up a notch, though, with three goals and five assists in six games here in December. Uh, Goaltender Vitek Vanacek, unfortunately for my fantasy team, taking a bit of a step back with two poor performances in a row. Coming up after this break, I'll look at the underlying numbers and see who ranks top five in some key metrics. But a word first from our other sponsor today, the NHTCA. So you're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks, a few becomes a few too many, and as the evening comes to an end, people are starting to head out. You think about calling for a ride, but you live nearby, you can make it home, it's no big deal. What are the odds you're going to get pulled over anyway? And what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you might even kill someone. Everybody knows about the risks of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. That still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. 
That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads. If you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. So we took a look at the standings, point percentage, goal differential. Let's take a look now at some underlying numbers, which give us a bit of a better or deeper look at how teams are performing. I look at five on five because that's where the majority of the games are played. I typically start by looking at shot attempt differential. That's a look at teams who have the puck the most and who are getting rubber towards the net. That's the whole point of the game, of course, keeping the puck away from your own goaltender and firing it at the opposition. Teams that I mentioned in the top five are there here as well. Carolina Hurricanes atop the NHL with a 60.57 shot attempt differential. The New Jersey Devils are second. Our Bruins are in fifth with the Florida Panthers and the Calgary Flames in the top five as well. Shot differential, New Jersey, number one. Carolina, followed by Calgary, Florida, and Boston. Same top five. When it comes to scoring chances, that's not just firing the puck on net, but being in a position to score. Similar top five here as well. New Jersey, Carolina, Florida, Boston, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning in fifth. When you look at high danger chances, the Bruins rank fourth here with New Jersey, Tampa, Carolina ahead of them. So you're seeing a trend here. The Bruins top five team in all these metrics, which kind of backs up their play so far. It's not just luck. They're actually having the puck and they are getting the puck on net with great regularity, creating scoring chances and high danger chances. But the Devils are well up there, proving they're a legit team as well. Carolina is up there as a team to be worried about. Tampa and the Florida Panthers are up there as well, despite the fact that they are a bit further down in the standings. Right now, they're fifth in the Atlantic, tied in points with the Detroit Red Wings, but behind based on point percentage. Expected goals looks at all of the information I've mentioned, shot attempts, shots, scoring chances, high danger chances, and assesses, you know, more often than not, you should be scoring more goals than the opposition. The New Jersey Devils are first there, followed by Carolina, The Bruins are in third, and then you have your Florida Panthers and the Pittsburgh Penguins up there as well. The Los Angeles Kings are actually sixth tonight's opponent, 
But like I mentioned earlier, they are not getting the goaltending at all to uh, to help keep the puck out of the net. Now add that all up. The Bruins have been successful five on five. They have an 8.9 shooting percentage, which is 11th highest in the NHL. So fairly sustainable. Their save percentage five on five is third in the NHL at 93.74 behind Toronto, if you can believe it. And the Colorado avalanche. So the Bruins, yes, they're getting exceptional goaltending from Linus Allmark. But like we saw the other night, even in games where he falters a bit, has a sub 900 save percentage, they're still getting the offense that they need to to win on a nightly basis. All this to say the Bruins are a top five team by all metrics around the NHL. And we should be fairly encouraged about their performance through the first 28 games. Still a lot of season left, surely. And we all want them to put it together like this when the games matter most in the postseason. But every indication we have at the moment says they're capable of finishing this season finishing the playoffs strong and being the last team on the ice in, uh, in June. Yes, it's December 15th. Still so much can happen between now and the trade deadline, the beginning of the playoffs in the playoffs, but this is the data we have so far this season. And it is all good for the Boston Bruins uh, heading into tonight's game against the Los Angeles Kings. I'm going to uh, recap tonight's game on tomorrow's podcast, as well as take a look ahead at the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, bring you all the latest on the black and gold for now. Thank you so much again for tuning in today, for checking out the podcast, especially those who do so regularly, once, twice, five times a week. It really does mean a lot. I hope you're taking care of each other, taking care of yourselves. Um, and what am I watching these days? Still working through Entourage Rewatch. I've been rewatching Dark on Netflix, which is just one of my favorite shows of all time. Mind-blowing with each watch. Um, my wife, Lauren, and I have been watching Yellowstone, Finished White Lotus. Been watching The Chippendale Show. Uh, I love Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, but there's some other great performances in there as well. Speaking of White Lotus, Murray Bartlett is in there from season one. And uh, I guess it's time to start listening to some Christmas music. So that's it today, friends. Thanks so much again for listening. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast next. And we'll be back tomorrow with all things black and gold.